Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin Deming, and welcome to my podcast called Perspective Matters. Uh, This is where we're going to be talking about a biblical approach to discussing how our perspective matters and it shapes our understanding how we see life, situations, and people in the middle of a problem. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Perspective That Matters. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, If you listened to the last episode, I had an interview with Chris McClure on, uh, he's from Lead Life Big. And one of the cool things about, that came out of that that, uh, conversation that we had was really this idea and understanding that, that, you know, in this season, we're in a crazy mixed up world, a season that is just kind of uh, feels upside down and it can be extremely difficult sometimes just to manage a lot of different things. And so for us, uh, if we can begin to take even a little bit each day of how can we get better, how can our perspective be focused on, on, on allowing ourselves, our relationships, uh, our work, our leadership, our capacity to find ways to improve, I think that we can begin to see those little wins and those successes in our life. Now, for, for me, uh, I've been really striving to, to, to evaluate, to look at myself, to begin to see what are the areas of my life where, where maybe I've been struggling, where I need to grow, uh, and the reality has come hitting me just smack across the face that all of us have struggles. All of us have things that we're dealing with. All of us have growth areas. There is no one uh, absolute perfect way to be a leader. There is no one perfect way to be a manager. There is no one perfect way, uh, uh, personality type that, that encompasses all the, all the right things. And so what we be, need to begin to do is to look and see how are we uniquely created? How has God uniquely created us with our personalities, our skills, our strengths, our weaknesses, so that we can be uh, can, can make the biggest impact uh, for those around us and influence people in a, in a great way. Now, for me, uh, in this episode here, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a webinar that I saw the other day from giant.tv. Uh, you can go check it out. They're actually offering us a free account right now to look at some tools on having to understanding your voice and leadership to grow in your ability for that uh, emotional and uh, personal and uh, growth that you can have. It's a great website, great opportunity. Uh, It comes from the book that I've been reading, 100X Leader. It's a fantastic book, highly recommend it. You should uh, check that out. But as I do, we're going to look at that a little bit, and then we're also going to talk just a little bit about one of the questions that I think about uh, when I'm trying to make decisions and trying to look at things and trying to uh, go through some conversations. So first, I wanted to just uh, quickly jump right in the idea of saw the webinar this past week. And I'll tell you, it's a great webinar. Uh, I encourage you to get the book, to look at things. But th- this webinar was a lot on the idea of the, this idea of self-preservation, how we often in our lives, because we're so afraid of, of what others think or we're afraid of, of what's going to happen to us, that we operate out of this idea and mindset of self-preservation. We put a wall up. And, and I love what uh, uh, they, they said in, in this interview and in this time about how for us, it's a natural thing for us to have that. Just, just acknowledge it's natural for us to have self-preservation. The problem is, is when we overprotect that. And so we ask ourselves, what are we trying to prove? And to whom are we trying to prove it? 
And, the, and if we're not understanding fully that we are in a self-preservation mode, uh, they talked about how we're not going to be able to, to help move ourselves out of that. We're not going to be able to help grow in our influence. We're not going to be able to help uh, make that impact in, in our work or our home or our life or our neighborhoods or the places we want to go because we, we're, we're going to be acting in a way that's actually going to produce the things we don't want produced. Uh, in fact, if we're trying to have a, we're in a self-preservation mode, we're going to find that, that we're not going to be as endearing to people as we think. And I've seen that true in my life when I've gotten into a, a self-preservation mode of trying to protect my feelings, my thoughts, my ways. Man, you know, it's, it's genuinely, um, it's just not endearing to people. But if we can recognize that quickly, then we can grow out of that. And they had, this is great, they had three questions uh, that they, they say, ask yourselves to begin to see what is it that may be areas that you are, are struggling that with. First question is, is what am I afraid of losing? Man, just if you'll just stop for just a moment, ask yourself, what right now in your life, what are you dealing with? What are you thinking about? What are you afraid of losing? It could be a number of things. Uh, it could be a financial, it could be a personal, it could be relational, it could be career, it could be any of those areas. But if you really see what are you afraid of losing, um, it could be something that just jumps out on the page or something you think, well, I'm not really afraid of losing anything. But you stop and think about it. The bigger that is, the more that we have something we're fearful of losing, the higher the level of self-preservation we have going on. Second question they ask is, what am I trying to hide? Is there anything in your life that you just want to hide from people? And when we get in this mode of wanting to hide something from people, what happens is, is people know we're hiding something. They might not know what it is, but they know we're hiding something, which can produce in us the inability for people to trust us. And so for us to begin to say, all right, not that we need to share everything with everyone. We do need to have people in our lives that we're sharing uh, things with. There needs to be somebody in our life. And if you're right now just stopping and saying, I don't have anybody, well, stop and begin to start being that person for someone else. Stop and think, how can I be an encouragement to someone else? And often that produces people in our lives that also come back and can be that for us. Uh, and the third question is, what am I trying to prove and to whom? What am I trying to prove and to whom? We all want to prove something. We prove that we're good husbands or good wives, good fathers, good mothers, good, good workers, good bosses, good managers, you know, good people, uh, good neighbors. But in the middle of that is, how is that impacting our decisions with that? For us to build trust, we need to begin to evaluate what are those insecurities. And the reality of it is, we all have insecurities, all of us. And if we don't think we do, chances are, ask the people around you, you do. And because of that, the more aware we are of those insecurities, the more aware we are of the things that we're afraid of losing, the things that we're trying to hide, the things we're trying to prove, the better opportunity we have to move through that and push through that wall and to build those relationships with people and to begin to truly love people. Because the reality of it is for us to love people well, it takes breaking down that wall a little bit. So the question that I've used often in, in conversations I've had with people are <clears throat> it, it, whenever there's a tough decision, I think right now we could probably put on the, the radar there's a, a big polar opposite view on should we reopen businesses? Should we reopen churches? Should we, we gather again? Should we not? There's a, a lot of just discrepancy on, on those decisions. And the reality here is I'm not here today to say you should or you shouldn't. You have to base that upon 
what is your state saying? What is the government saying? What is your business? And all of those things. So just ask yourself all those questions. But I know in the church world, we've been talking a lot about, should we open church again? Should we not? And it's a tough question. There are churches that are, that are saying, you know what? We want to continue to open. We want to do that. And genuinely, I, I, my, my hope and prayer in that is understanding that it isn't out. It's definitely not out of, a, of a, a desire to say, we're going to open and we don't care if people get sick. That's not the case. It's just trust and say, we, want it. we believe we can create a safe environment for people and still gather. And I think that's true. On the other side, there are churches that are saying, you know what? We don't want to put people in that position. We don't want to put people in the position of gathering and maybe getting them sick. And so we're going to continue with our online uh, opportunities for people to, to, to have connections with, with God. It, you know, and if you do it uh, with any of the, the live versions and you're communicating and you're chatting with people while you're watching it, it is pretty cool to feel like you're with other people, not actually physically, but, but emotionally and spiritually with other people in those moments. So for us, I, you know, it's easy to be so strong on either one of those points. Now, for me, uh, one of the questions you can ask if you're wrestling with these questions as a, as a business team, as a church staff team, as a, as, a, as a just in general, you can ask yourself this question. What am I afraid of? If I don't open, what am I afraid of if we do open? And, and, and there's a really legitimate answers to both. I'm afraid if we do open that people might get sick that people might catch this, that people might end up dying, that people, all those things. If we don't open up, if you're a business, it's like, I, I'm fearful of not having income, of not having a job, not being able to provide for my family. You know, if you're a church, we open, we, we're fearful of the fact that maybe people might view us as someone who doesn't care or, or that people might get sick. And if you're a church and we open, it's, it's, it's idea of, you know, fearful if we don't open, that people, people might uh, lose that touch with us and not want to come back or might, might go somewhere else. And so as we wrestle with all of those decisions and things, it's a great conversation to have. And hopefully your team, whether it's church or business or your, wherever you're at, your community, you can begin to say, can we be on the same page? And if you're not, sit down and talk through those and then ask yourself, well, well why are we afraid of those things? And we begin to see that wall of self-preservation comes down and it begins to see some cool things happen. Here's something interesting. Typically, when we are, uh, have a very, very strong opinion about something, typically we're afraid of something. It, it, it's just uh, kind of going to happen that if I come and say, I really think we should do this, what I'm saying is I have a fear that if we don't do this, something will happen. So I want to encourage you the next time you feel very strongly about something, and it's not wrong to be strong about something. Absolutely. Be strong in your passion and pursuit of, 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 of the things that, that matter to you. We want, you should do that. But to get a right perspective, the next time you feel like your opinion, your way, your thing should be communicated very strongly and people should just get and understand what you have. Remember, they have different fears than you. Remember, you have a fear too. Ask yourself, what are you afraid of happening if this doesn't happen the way that you want it to? As you begin to step back, maybe you take a perspective of seeing the other person's side and the other story. And maybe there's more to it on why someone isn't as passionate about what you are as you think, as, as maybe you are. 
And hopefully today, as you begin to wrestle through this, you're, you're beginning to think about that for yourself. And you're beginning to say, all right, what are the things in my life that I'm afraid of? What are the things I'm afraid of losing? What are the things I'm trying to hide? What are the things I'm trying to prove and to whom? In the middle of all that, hopefully, you begin to get a better perspective of why you feel about the things you feel, why you feel the way you feel. And hopefully, we'll give a better perspective of God, too. Now, in the middle of that, thank you so much for joining in today. Hopefully, you'll continue to connect. I'll try to have more uh, podcasts, at least about once a week, sometimes more. Uh, could be a little less, depending upon what's happening. But hopefully, you can find me also on Spotify. Just type my name in, Kevin Deming, D-E-M-I-N-G, and click on podcast. You'll see the Perspective Matters there. Find me on Facebook, uh, Perspective in a Pandemic, as well. And, and also on Twitter at Kev Deming. You can find me there. Connect with me. I'd love to hear from you on, on that. And hopefully, we'll connect next week. And as you do, think today. Ask yourself the question, what are you afraid of? Hopefully, this has been helpful, and we'll see you soon. Thanks.